listening to episode one of Sportscast. Here on the podcast, Sportscast, we will be making discussions of basketball, football, hockey, and baseball. All the newest things up to date, trades, signings, games, power rankings, injuries, everything. Today's episode will consist of the NFL, the top games this week, the signing of Antonio Brown, how that's going to shape up the NFC and the Bucks, and the NFL power rankings after seven weeks. Here we go. So game one I'm very, very excited for is the battle between Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Two undefeated squads who are very, very talented. But with my pick, I've got to go with Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to take the win personally because they have been on a, on a raft playing well. Tennessee, their wins have come against weak teams such as Denver, Jaguars, Vikings and Houston, and they've barely, barely squeezed those wins out as they've been trailing in those games and had to make comebacks in all four of those games. Despite Derrick Henry playing well and Tannehill playing well, the defense is really going to hurt them because the Titans' defense passing is 27th, 27th worst in the league, and the rushing is dead last. This is bad because the Steelers, on the other hand, have had unreal numbers this year with Big Ben, Chase Claypool, the newest rookie sensation, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Pittsburgh's offense this year is third in terms of yards per play. This is going to sting the Titans' passing offense as they're one of the league's worst, and it's going to sting the rushing offense because they have the worst rushing offense in the league. I know you're thinking that Tennessee is going to win because Derrick Henry this, Derrick Henry that, Derrick Henry is going to pummel through defense, Pittsburgh's defensive line. But I'm here to tell you that Pittsburgh's D-line is the best defensive line, one of the best defensive lines in the league because they're leading the league in sacks right now. And that's going to end the Titans' best O-lineman is injured for the year. And going up against a, a good defensive line with T.J. Watt, I really believe they're going to have a tough time. It's especially with the passing because Pittsburgh's passing is top three and they're still the league in sacks. Pittsburgh's defense is up there right now. They're in the talks as one of the best in the league. And I believe that they're going to give Derrick Henry and Tannehill a tough time. And I see the Steelers running away with this one, 38 to 30. The next game I'm really interested in is Arizona-Seattle. Seattle's offense has been one of the best this year with Russell Wilson playing like he's in MVP form. Throwing a DK Metcalf, a six foot four beast whose agility is off the walls and his physical and his athleticism is crazy. I really believe the Arizona's defensive backs are going to have a hard time stopping DK Metcalf tomorrow. And I really believe that the Seahawks are a team to watch out for. They're 5 0. They've got great receiving core with Lockett and DK Metcalf and Chris Carson, who's a great running back and also knows how to catch the ball. Despite squeezing out that, that last-minute drive against Minnesota, who's a weaker team in the league, I see them beating Seattle. I see them beating Arizona 30-26. to The final game I'm most excited for is the Monday night game. The Chicago Bears, who are 5-1, and one, and the 4-2 LA Rams. The Los Angeles Rams have had a great hot. They've had a hot start feeding the Cowboys at home in their, in their stadium opener. They've had a great game against the Giants, Eagles, but lost to the good teams like the Bills and the Niners. I, there's, 
the um slow um ending is really starting to take a pull on them as they're slipping in the in the standings and they're only third in a tough NFC West. The Chicago Bears, on the other hand, are on the rise and no one expected us to play this well. They're five and one on top of the NFC North, doing better than Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, which no one thought. Khalil Mack putting up great numbers. Nick Foles came into the season late, but he's thrown 878 passing yards, three six touchdowns, four picks, and an A QB pass rating. On the other hand, he's going to the big game today, exceptional Jared Goff, who's thrown 1,500 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, 101 passer rating. I like the Bears in this one, but it's going to be a close one. I like the Bears to win by two, and I think it's going to be 35-33 in favor of Chicago. Another game that I believe will be close is Tampa Bay and Las Vegas. will be close, but I think ultimately Tom Brady is going to squeeze one out as the GOAT and his great Receiving core, I think that they're going to squeeze that one. Speaking of the Buccaneers and the recent signing of Antonio Brown, personally, Antonio Brown, I believe, is a great player up until the scandal happened in Pittsburgh and Oakland and Vegas now, sorry. Up until that happened, they were great. He was a great player, great guy in the room, but then something broke out and he was never the same. This caused him to get released by Vegas and then released by the New England Patriots after one week of football. I really believe Antonio Brown should have not signed with the Buccaneers as I don't believe he'll be the number one option there as they've got Mike Evans, who's already been playing well, and Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown is a great player, but if he wanted to go somewhere where he's getting that ball late in the game and he's the guy, he should have gone to a team like Baltimore with a young QB, Lamar Jackson, who's on the rise and playing like an MVP. I think the best option would have been there. He would have got the ball late. He would have been the guy who was the best spot for him. The last thing are the power rankings in the NFL. The NFL power rankings are quite simple. The top five is the five we've got Seattle. Seattle's a great team. I really believe they should be in the top three, though, this, as their 5-0 record. But, I, but they slipped in the power ranking due to that squeeze win against Minnesota, which should have been a bigger margin of that win for them. Fourth on the power rankings was Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who went down a spot after squeaking a 30 to 28 win against the Eagles. The Eagles are a weaker team in the NFC, um, despite being first. They haven't been doing too well with Carson Wentz battling injuries his whole career, and now still not living up to the hype he was supposed to. I think that they're going to have some serious issues there. Third on the power rankings, the Tennessee Titans. They move up two spots from last week after a 42-point outing in OT against Houston. This game was a nail-biter for Tennessee fans as they barely get by a weak Houston team with a late second touch with a late second touchdown and a, an awesome game from Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry putting up career numbers, 264 yards, two touchdowns, one being the game winner. And another one being a 94-yard touchdown. This guy's unreal to watch, looking like Bo Jackson out there. But that size, that athleticism, and that speed is truly a miracle. Number two on the power rankings, moving up two spots from last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers were currently 5-0 for the second time in franchise history. Everything's coming together for those guys. The chemistry, the locker room, everyone's feeling good there. All high, no lows. 
Chase Claypool, rookie rookie sensation receiver, looking like a, a veteran out there. Juju Smith-Schuster picking up slack, doing his thing. Last week, they absolutely obliterated the Cleveland Browns in a crucial divisional matchup, 38-7. That was as one-sided as a game gets. From the, from the beginning, Baker Mayfield was already off, throwing a pick six to Minka Fitzpatrick in the first quarter, draining the defense and setting the tone for Pittsburgh to go on and score 31 points after that and win the game by 31. Number one on the power rankings, quite obvious, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're currently 5-1, and one, and they moved up one spot from last week to number two. Kansas City did their thing against Buffalo. They, the Chiefs rushed the ball 46 times for 245 yards on, on Monday night, the most the team has since 2012. And that's tied for the most amount of times rushed under Andy Reid and the Chiefs in his 22 years of being a coach. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 26 of those carries, 161 yards, did his thing. He's scary. And then adding Le'Veon Bell to that backfield, watch out for the rushing on Kansas City. Not only they're passing, but they're rushing. It's starting to become scary. The Chiefs are a true powerhouse team for years to come. And I cannot wait to see how the rest of the season is going to pan out for this amazing team. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of SportsCast, where we spoke about the NFL, the power rankings, trades, and the week's best games. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you are listening to this, please spread the word of the podcast so we can become a bigger and better podcast with more viewers. And you guys will be a huge part of that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys will be back for the next episode. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you.